It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And welcome to it. It is Carcone Carne, sponsored tonight by C&H Financial Services and our friends out in McHenry at Siren Records. I'm James Van Osdell, and earlier today on Carcone Carne, this is one you're going to want to watch or listen to. Kenny Johnson, who was on The Shield, who was on Sons of Anarchy, who was on Bates Motel, who is currently on SWAT. Uh, he was on Carcone Carne, along with Brent Sopel, former Blackhawk, Stanley Cup winning Brent Sopel. Uh, it was a show done in conjunction with the Brent Sopel Foundation. That was a cool one that happened earlier today. Kenny Johnson talked about how he became the arm wrestling champion. That is for real. And he was trained by Heath Ledger's uncle to become an arm wrestling champion. Small world, I guess. Uh, tomorrow night, singer, performer, killer piano player, producer Justice Hill will be on the show. Then Monday night on Carcon Carne, if there ever was a Mount Rushmore of Chicago radio personalities, this guy's big mug would be on it. Kevin Matthews will be, be my guest on Monday night here in Carcon Carne. Carcon Carne, this is episode 595. We are inching closer to episode 600, and that is when my plan is, my hope is, to be back in the car for Carcon Carne. I'm going to continue doing interviews like this, streamed, over line, streamed online over StreamYard, which is what I'm using right now. I'd like to keep doing this because it's, a great way for me to connect to people who can't jump in my car, but I'm also going to do podcast interviews from my car at local restaurants, brew pubs. We will again eat chicken tenders in my car and broadcast the, the carnage for you to see. That's all on the way. As for tonight, I am hopelessly outnumbered by brewers. We are, it is four to one brewers versus podcaster tonight. I'm joined by members of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. I'm Joined by Alan Cromwell of Blue Island Beer Company, Steve and Amy Camp of Evil Horse Brewing, and John Brand of Open Outcry Brewing. Uh, this is this is like this is, these are the heavies. These are like the big names in brewing on that on that part of the map. Uh, nice to see you all. It's it's loud in one of your places. It might be Open Outcry. I can't tell. Might be me. I got a party going on. So all right, yeah, you are you are the troublemaker, Alan. No, no real surprise there. So let's start. This weekend is the second anniversary of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. All right. One of you take the lead and tell us what that is. Amy takes the lead. Well, I will. The Dixie Highway Brewery Trail was Alan's brainchild. And he graciously let me execute it. It's a group of brewers on the south Wait, hey, side. Of the Amy, I'm going to ask you to lean into where, whatever microphone you're using. So basically, Al had this idea to have a brewery trail with the breweries on the south side of Chicago. And so we got together a group of breweries and we started the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. Patrons can come to all eight of the breweries in any order, and they have six months to do it. They visit each brewery. They get a stamp at each brewery when they buy a minimum of one beer. And when they're done with all eight, then they get a completion. All right. I, I think Steve and Amy might have a, a slightly less than perfect Wi-Fi connection, so I'm going to lean a little heavier uh, on, on John and Ellen. No, no disrespect to the camps. Um, That's okay. All right, but we're glad you're here. Believe me. All right, so 
long story short, to, to recap, Dixie Highway Brewery Trail, you've all teamed up. It's like the Avengers coming together. It's like Nick Fury has assembled you. Steve and Amy are, are Black Widow and the Hulk. Alan is Captain America. And John is Iron Man. And you've all come together as local brewers to embrace the community. And, and that's kind of where I want to go with this. I, I've said throughout the pandemic, and it was true before the pandemic, uh, but our local craft breweries really are part of the, the pulse, the lifeblood of our neighborhoods. They really help define our neighborhoods. They're part of our neighborhoods. How important was it over the past year, especially for you all as owners to lean on the community? How has the community supported you all through, through this time? James, um, it's been uh, really amazing, the uh, support from the local community. And, you know, at Christmas time, we did beer fest in a box that Amy helped spearhead for all of us to put uh, our products into one package that people could really show their support and they could purchase it and they could pick it up at all the different breweries, wherever it fit in. And um, they all showed up, uh, the, the customers and fans, and it, it was really flattering at uh, how well it all worked out. So how many breweries in total, or I'm sorry, John, why don't you answer the same question, please? Uh, sure. So. Uh, Breweries have, uh, breweries and their tap rooms have come to replace taverns as that third place in communities. They, be, uh, they become cornerstones of, of communities and um, places where people come and bring their family and their friends and family and, and drink local beer. And um, that support of small businesses and breweries and, and especially in our community in Beverly Morgan Park was amazing for the last 12 months. Uh, we were, uh, we've been, since we've been open, we've embraced, been embraced as one, as one of an, uh, an important spot uh, for our community and they came out and supported us in the last 12 months. That's awesome. All right, so how many breweries in total are there as part of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail? How many There's percent? seven breweries and one distillery. That's awesome. Now, I'm assuming you all get along. I mean, there are three representative businesses here tonight. I've always kind of wondered if it is as communal on the business side as it is between the community or if there is a little bit of headbutting or rivalry. No headbutting. No rivalry. <laughs> no, it's very collaborative. And, um, you know, we're working on uh, a really cool event. Uh, with uh, so what we're learning here is that brewery owners in the, in the Blue Island, Beverly, Creed area uh, have terrible yeah, Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We'd rather be in your car. <laughs> I, I'd rather be in my car, but then we couldn't drink the beer. We could only talk about it. So really, no, 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 no. Just make the difference. We could park in our parking lot. It'd be fine. Uh, nobody's paying attention. <laughs> all right. So, well, you know, being at that point, though. So, all right. So, you're not competitive. Are you critical of each other? Like, do you go to your, each other's places and you no. know, do you sample the IPA and say, oh, come on now, really? That that has, you know, no. there, there's uh, constructive criticism, I'm sure. Yeah. But Maybe. most of the time, most of good time. About um, the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail and breweries in as a whole everyone is very helpful to each other for the most part people are willing to jump in and loan a couple bags of grain 
or some hops. Everyone works together because we're like one big club. There's, there, there's some that maybe don't, but you know, for the most part, it's the best industry I have ever worked in in my life. I think what I think what's unique about this industry is that the people that get involved in it choose to get involved in this business because they have a passion for beer and yes. a passion for sharing their beer with their customers. And uh, that spirit of collaboration is one of the is one of the reasons or one of the one of the things that attracts people to this industry. And you see that across breweries that are in close proximity to each other. Uh, we all talk to each other regularly. If we have troubleshooting issues in our brewery, we can pick up the phone and call each other and ask if they've seen similar problems and offer potential solutions. Uh, if somebody runs out of an ingredient, I can pick up the phone and call Steve and Amy or Al and ask for uh, ask for a favor. And uh, that spirit of collaboration isn't just unique to breweries on the south side, uh, but I think that's across the industry as a whole, especially for smaller breweries. And, uh, it, and it's one of the reasons why I got involved in this business is that, collab that collaboration amongst your peers. Well, and it's that, it's that cliche, right? The rising tide lifts all boats. When one of you does well, you all do well. So it, it's, it only behooves you to be supportive of one another from a really clinical perspective. We do use that expression often. Uh, you, really? you know what I'm talking about. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Um, so this weekend... Who should come out to this, to the brewery trail? Is this, you know, John mentioned families. I mean, should families be participating in this? Earlier in the day, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, 12 to 7 o'clock is a good time for families uh, who uh, might drink together and if there's small children around. But the um, uh, opportunities that we've seen in all of our places when, you know, now you have a, 50-year-old parent element with 25-year-old kids who just graduated college, we see it often that uh, they're hanging out in like-minded settings and they uh, they really enjoy uh, the you know the epicenters of uh, culture that we are at our breweries. So, I think I think every brewery on the tour on the on the trail is is family friendly and welcomes family families and kids. Some are accommodating to uh, pets and dogs as well. Uh, but you might want to call ahead and double check because some of us also serve food. Pets uh, might not be welcome, but uh, many are, and most will accommodate children. So, really, the, the the best advice you could probably give this weekend is, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Precisely, especially when you bring food into the into the conversation. Like, yeah. you, you really need to prepare yourself for a, a day and not be dumb. Be able to enjoy the first stop and the last stop. Right. That's you know, why we give people six months to complete the trail to get their completion prize. So they're not thinking they have to do it all in one weekend. Got it. Oh, see, now that, that makes sense. I think I was missing that part. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is awfully ambitious. Okay. No. Well, it, 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 you know, uh, it really is set up in legs that you can do horse thief, open outcry, and ourselves one weekend. You can make another date weekend. And do uh, Flossmore Station and Evil Horse, and then another weekend that takes you out to Rabbit Brewing, Thornton Distilling, and One Trick Pony out in Lansing. Um, you know, now like you got your date nights all figured out, whether you're married or just trying to court somebody. 
This is awesomely fun. So for people who are, since I have your three breweries on this call, uh, great opportunity. What's the what's the best, get them in the door and keep them there beer you have? What's the one thing we should try when we walk in? I'll start with you, Al. <clears throat> of course, I'd like to tell you about the Five Bridges German Kolsch. It's a quintessential beer-flavored beer, and um, it's uh, what we're best known for. All right, John, we're, if we're going to open outcry, what, what are we starting with? Uh, our best seller is the Speculator Cream Ale. Uh, the Cream Ale, uh, just like the Kolsch of Blue Island, is a, is a beer that accommodates the palate of many. Uh, it's crisp. It's easy to drink. It's 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 uh, moderately sweet, highly carbonated, and uh, an easy drinking guzzler. All right, so we're heading over to Evil Horse next. Our, our best-selling beer is an American wheat beer called Downtown Potty. Uh, it's a third wheat malt, a third Pilsner malt, and a third uh, two-row brewer's malt. Um, lightly hopped in similar style to the other two beers. Uh, just sort of a crisp, easy-drinking beer. Um, but I would re recommend, we have a really nice uh, pale ale called Sergeant Reckless that uh, <laughs> has a cool story along with it. And I don't know, we've got 14 choices to bring in the door. So, Well, well Steve, you, you can't say there's a good story and then not tell the story. <laughs> okay, so Sergeant Reckless is one of the top 100 Marine War heroes of all time. It, it was a horse from the Korean War. Um, the horse actually had the rank of staff sergeant, um, was involved in, in a battle where it had to go from the camp to the front lines 58 times by itself, uh, was shot twice, has two purple hearts. Look up Sergeant Reckless. It's a really cool story. I love that. Yeah, John was talking about how the people who own breweries, you all, uh, very passionate, very excited about what you do and exciting, excited about sharing that. I think the one of the appeals, one of the many appeals to us, the consumers of going to craft breweries, to me, it's like indie rock. It's like kind of being at that ground level. Like I, I can I can talk to the people making the stuff I consume. I we're, we're it, it, there's the barrier is low. Like I, I can embrace this and be part of it. And it's a more reflexive relationship than dealing with a macro brew. It's I, I feel like I'm investing in it and they're investing in me. And it's the same thing as indie rock. It's a, I can go to a small club and feel that with the band I see there. It's the same feeling, I, th I think. Yep. Uh, James, I, I've said it often. It's the new punk rock. Like, you know, the, a lot of those people uh, having grown up through those decades of, you know, being on the, the cutting edge or on the, the fringe, like started finding a home for all that, uh, you know, in, in, in craft beer and you know now we're carrying on some of those ethics with everything that we do and the way we host people and um you know the uh there's the big mass breweries or restaurants and chain stuff that you can go to but you know so many folks grew up with the same punk rock ethics that they want to go support somebody that they can see and they can buy the t-shirt from yeah you can feel like you're making a difference and in return you're getting something awesome yeah well, I also think that most, uh, a lot of breweries entrench themselves in their local communities. They do, uh, uh, they participate in all uh, charitable events. Uh, they become part of the local school system. Uh, they become meeting places for all the people in the community, local politics. And um, 
become part of the fabric and like Alan said earlier, the fabric of the community and, and part of the culture of the community and they drive culture in their communities. And I think uh, for that reason, a lot of people want to support those, those folks that are, are bringing that value to the neighborhoods. The one thing we haven't mentioned yet, DixieHighwayBreweryTrail.com is the website. DixieHighwayBreweryTrail.com. That's an important reference point. I, I failed as an interviewer to not mention that earlier. And just so that this interview isn't purely a puff piece, I'll ask the question, what's the hardest part about what you do? And we'll go we'll go around the horn starting with the camps. What's the biggest challenge you face? Hey, COVID issues aside. That was a that was a big one. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's just getting out there selling products. Um, we're all small. Uh, big breweries have got advertising budgets. We have an advertising budget of zero. So this is it. You're looking at it. Here's the advertising budget. Right here. Thank you, James. Um, so for, for us, it's getting out there, uh, trying the products, you know, sampling the products and getting people to know your beer. Um, I think that's the biggest hurdle, but we've been doing this for five years now, and I think we're starting to make a name for ourselves. For sure. John, what do you think? What's the biggest challenge you, you wrestle with? Well, well, there's two. One is the, the technical expertise and the skill and the art that is making great beer and making it over and over again, the repeatability of making great beer itself is an incredibly difficult thing to do, and it requires uh, a lot of practice and a lot of skill uh, to do so. So that's one. But then two, a lot of us are running breweries and restaurants, and just the operational, logistical uh tasks and, and everything that goes into running a, a, a small to medium-sized business, um, it's a challenge. Everything from payroll to expenses to um, getting people to walk through the door, making sure you're providing exceptional exceptional service. You're, um, uh, you, you know, you feel like you're, um, you know, you're, you're the Dutch boy sticking your fingers in, uh, in the dike every day, keeping, uh, keeping the whole thing together. It's incredibly stressful but at the same time when you're able to do it and provide great experiences to your guests it's incredibly rewarding too it's one of the most fulfilling things you could do is if you make a product and you're able to share that with your your guests and they appreciate all the work that went into it that's it's a fulfilling thing but it's not easy to get there for sure and you know what i'd recommend if you if you need something to take the edge off a beer well yeah <laughs> and you get to drink beer yeah exactly all right alan challenges for you uh, the trains in Blue Island. I mean, people get fucked. <clears throat> excuse me, get stopped by the the trains just getting here all the time. But you know, as we say, every I, I got stuck behind. I got stuck behind one of those freight trains. I parked the car. Lights off. I, it was one of those things. I, I hope I have enough provisions to last the next couple hours because I'm not going anywhere. You know, every great brewery is hard to find. So uh, <laughs> so true. That is that is the truth. Uh, but. Um, no, it, you know, a lot of us, uh, uh, in this industry, as you know, it's, uh, a lot of really ambitious people, um, very, uh, um, you know, emotionally invested in everything that we're doing, every facet of it from hosting people to making all the great beer and products that we're talking about, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not just, um, uh, it's more than just being an entrepreneur, you know? So I guess you'd say sort of reluctant entrepreneurs, but um, there's a lot of business people that just get into business because they're like, 
plus y is going to equal z mm -hmm. but this is not exactly the the the, the same thing because there's a lot of different components to it you know the the the, the personal uh the human component of uh, hosting customers and everything that goes with it and all the great products that we got to consistently make like john brand said at open outcry and you know i know everybody on this trail is doing that um uh from Neil at Horse Thief Hollow, John at Open Outcry, and all of his staff, Steve and Amy down at Evil Horse, Ryan and everybody at Flossmore Station, Tobias and Ray out at Rabbit Brewing, Andrew and his crew at Thornton Distilling, and Mark and George at, uh, at One Trick Pony. Uh, we all have the same passions. That all is why uh, this it was a, a slam dunk, no brainer to, to collaborate together. All right, so let me flip the question around and, and spin things on a positive note. What are your most anticipated opportunities, or what are you most optimistic about as you're heading into the second half of this year? We'll start again with the camps. Um, I think it's been really difficult over the past year, obviously, to have any kind of set plan because things always change. But my positivity comes from building like the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. So we are building things and maybe they're not like super well attended at this point, but I truly believe that if we build it now, they're gonna come in the future. And I see year number five for us as being our most phenomenal year yet. We're excited, we're gonna welcome in new people. We're going to welcome in new staff. It's just going to be the best yet. I love it. What do you think, John? Uh, well, what what Amy just said, uh, the same, uh, a return to normalcy and uh, an ability to welcome all our, our guests and our community back into our space and serve them beer and pizza and have a great, have a great time with them. Uh, uh, but I'm also I'm also looking forward to um, being able to read the room again and see where beer is going and understand what what beer, knowing with a little bit more clarity what the preferences of beer are going to be and, and try to get back to developing interesting, well-made, innovative beers again and getting that out there and getting feedback from people um, and doing that. Uh, I mean, frankly, being able to do that again, we really haven't been able to to do that. We've been uh, relying on our flagships and uh, uh, getting beer out there that we know people want and get beer that would that they wanted us to deliver their homes. Uh, but to be innovative and creative again and get that uh, immediate feedback from people in our tap room, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think. Um for us, it's uh, continuing to keep up the consistency of the flagships that we already make, uh, getting to uh, hosting people again. You know, we did everything from all the different punk rock, metal, and bluegrass shows that we've done here that helped us create our culture and the great beer that people are used to having. But uh, just hosting uh, and people and the good times that, you know, we've shared so many birthday parties and retirements and uh, unfortunately sometimes memorials, but it means a lot to people. And like I said, the fabric of being part of the, uh, you know, the everyday culture that uh, uh, that you've become, 
that that's been hard last year, not being around for that stuff. Or when I've been getting emails recently, like when are we going to get back to being able to host uh, these special events in people's lives and know that uh, and how good they've been for other folks and that you haven't been able to do it for the last year and when you're going to get back to doing it. Um, and we're I so think close. It's, it's we're so close. Around. Yeah. And it, we're at, we're in the ninth inning. Yeah. You know? So James, uh, if I can add one thing, um, as a trail, as the trail is the whole, the one thing that we're really looking forward to is being able to do our October festival. We did it last that. year, obviously, but we did it the previous year where we did an Oktoberfest at Blue Island, and it was fantastic. Yeah. And that's the goal to be able to do that Oktoberfest again this coming year. I, I'm ready to come out this fall for that. That sounds awesome. fantastic. All right. So, again, DixieHighwayBreweryTrail.com. John, you want to say something? He, he muted himself. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I miss I miss Al. Look at, <laughs> look at these look at the aesthetics of this guy, right? Well, he's got the lighting figured out. Every time I do one of these calls, I'm always impressed by who has really figured out how to do the video lighting. I'm still trying to figure it out. 13 months into this, but Al's got. Do you have a ring light? Are you like influencer level right now? I'm all show business. You know this, James. He's the hardest work, hardest working man in show business. Al used to come in once a week. Once a week, and we used to have beers together every week, and we haven't been able to do that for the last year. So I'm yeah. I miss. Well, I, I saw most of you recently, but <laughs> I, 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 I do a word, everybody. A word that keeps coming up and it, it keeps meaning something is community. You have your community, you serve your respective community, and these breweries are such, I said it before, such a part of the fabric of our neighborhoods and support them. They will support you back. We love you guys. Looking forward to seeing you on, on the brewery trail. Everybody should get their passports, DixieHighwayBreweryTrail.com. And I, I want to thank anyone who's been watching on Facebook or YouTube or listening uh, on any of the various platforms. I'm going to ask that uh, all my guests stay on the line real quick while I kill the broadcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks.